It's 2020, and that means another season of the Free Play Podcast. We're still here, so don't worry, but we are also trying a few new things, so buckle up and enjoy the ride. On the season three premiere of Free Play, I sit down with Jen, the community manager of Keymaster Games, to talk about the upcoming Kickstarter for their expansion of the critically acclaimed 2019 hit, Parks. We hope that you enjoy this industry interview because there will be plenty more of them right here on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Okay, I am here with my good friend, and I'm not blowing any smoke at all when I say that, Jen from Keymaster Games. Jen, how you doing? I'm great. How are you, Bubba? I miss you so much. All the time. Every day. The the last time that we saw each other was Unplugged. Was that the last time? Yes. Okay, because it couldn't it couldn't have gone back to Gen Con. And you were down here in in the Austin area from MondoCon, and I got to hook up That's with you right. there. But that was so far back that it barely even hits the radar. That's like that's like years ago at you, this point. I learned so much about art from you at that show. Like <laughs> I didn't know you were such like an artifile. Uh, it's uh, it's a problem, but um, working through it. I... But it makes sense though. Like if you think about parks, and this is what I've been able to tell everybody is the reason it works the way that it does is because of the art that's in it, and it only makes sense that you would be a part of that in some way, shape, or form. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love um, uh, all of the the artists that are part of the 59 Parks print series and um, being able to work with Keymaster, uh, who has had went, had this relationship started uh, with the 59 Parks print series when I came on was definitely a huge selling point for me to want to be a part of the team because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, heck yes. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, hey, you are the community manager for Keymaster Games and... That's that right. means a little bit more than just modding a face group. Why don't you let the the good people here at uh, LTN know exactly what that means? Yeah, so um, I am the uh, puppet behind the strings, I guess you could call it, for um, <laughs> all of the social interaction that uh, people have with Keymaster Games. Um, I get to hang out with people at conventions and talk with um, fans, uh, community members, media uh, people at conventions. I get to talk to them. Um, even outside of conventions, when uh, we have cool, exciting things to share and, and chat about, um, uh, we, we do, you know, I'm part of doing the the, the development of, of uh, what you hear about when you hear about games. And I get to be a part of the development of the projects um, that are coming out of Keymaster Games, which is incredibly exciting for me to, to be able to be creative, not just, uh, uh, you know, consumer facing, but also behind the scenes um, with actual game development, which is, uh, um, you know, a, a, a skill that I'm, I'm excited to, to flex a little bit as well. <laughs> yeah. Don't flex on me, bro. Okay. With your game development <laughs> I'll, skills. I'll keep, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. I'll keep it low. But this is this is kind of a it's not kind of it's all the way a big deal because you you have been a part of the industry for quite a bit, not just with Keymaster, but you actually used to own a game store. You can talk about that for a little bit. 
that's right. That's uh, how we met um, as um, circumstance would have it, right? Um, how our <laughs> that's a good way to put that, yeah. <laughs> it could not have happened in a weirder way. It's a very strange way. So yeah, I used to, um, I owned a game store for uh, several years in uh, North Jersey. It's where I'm from, where I live. And uh, it was wonderful. And I ended up selling the game store to um, have more time with my family uh, and be able to participate in the community, uh, the industry in different ways, uh, which is now me being a part of Keymaster, which is awesome. Um, but uh, the being a part of, not but, uh, but <laughs> I just said it again. Um, being a part of uh, the community from from sort of a grassroots perspective, uh, being on sort of the, the foot soldier on the ground, of, um, building those communities of people, um, you know, in your hometown, the people that and building relationships it was absolutely incredible. I made uh, an, an enormous number of uh, friendships, built in a, a great number of friendships, including ours um, yeah. from from having that store. Um and it just taught me a lot about what um, the gaming community is and and can continue to be and grow and and how like positive that can be for any community around the country and around the world. Yeah, games really bring people together, and it helps that your sword your store didn't suck like at all. We tell people all the time it was just like one of the best curated game lineups that we had ever seen, and it was we had no problem spending money there, so. I uh, hope you enjoyed no, you your, your yacht <laughs> that, that year. Um, we did. We did. Yeah. Well, hey, let's let's talk about uh, the, the hotness right now. Let's talk about parks. Um, yeah. We can't shut up about parks. And I don't I, I make no apologies about that. I like to tell everybody <laughs> that it's my second favorite game of all time. And it's not fair wow. to you that Beasts of Balance exists. So don't worry about it's, that. Like, <laughs> it's just not your fault. But it's true. If if that game did not exist, then Parks would be at the top of that. And I don't care how, you know, you know, fanboy or, you know, anything like that that it sounds, because it's true. It's one of those games that I can pull out and I can get to the table and by the end of it, three or four people are gonna ask me whether they were playing the game or not, hey, how do I buy this game? How do I get a hold of it? So why don't you answer that question right now? Like how would somebody get a hold of the base game of Parks? Because it's kind of hard to get right now. It, it is. Uh, and w so one, thank you for your kind words about Parks. It's um, the least I could do. We, yeah. we, to we totally understand about Beasts of Balance. I mean, that's such an incredible tactile experience. It's hard not to be in love with that game, too. <laughs> uh, uh, so Parks has done incredibly well um, for us. And we're so excited that... Um, uh, it's sold through over the holidays. Um, and that just means that we're, we're making more and we are hard at work making more as we speak. Um, people can, in the United States at least, uh, pick up parks still. There's still some copies available at Barnes and Noble. Mm. Um, uh, uh, local hobby stores are sold out, just all of the copies that were in distribution. Local game stores did an incredible job of, um, uh, showing people through the holidays and, and selling through. Um, and so we have, a pre-order currently live on our store, our web store, keymaster.games, uh, where people can can pre-order it, uh, the base game for delivery in uh, late April or early May, most likely early May. Um, and then the, the base game will actually be a, uh, available through uh, our Kickstarter, uh, which is uh, February 4th, um, uh, for the expansion. So it'll be something you can pick up alongside uh, the, the Parks expansion. Um, and uh, the new game that we just announced, Parks Memories. 
Okay. Hey, here we go. Okay, now we're getting into it. Here we it. go. <clears throat> so you got a brand new Kickstarter coming, which by the way, I just, I love that companies will put the base game into a brand new Kickstarter to give people like a launching point um, if they don't already have it. So I was able to do that just recently with Root. I went all in with Root from Leader Games and was able to get three massive boxes of that game to have it all right there in my house. So for somebody to be able to do the same thing with Parks in the upcoming um, you know, Kickstarter, I think that that's fantastic. So hats off to you, Keymaster. You guys are doing fantastic work there. But why don't you tell us, if nobody's even heard of the expansion, like what even does that mean? Why does Parks need an expansion? Which is an actual question that somebody has asked before. So Absolutely. yeah, yeah, what, yeah. why don't you answer <laughs> that real, real quick? Real question from the audience. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is like an AMA right now. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, Parks, um, uh, when, when we <clears throat> initially developed and, and designed Parks um, in collaboration with the 59 Parks print series, uh, not all of uh, the artwork uh, existed for all of the national parks. So in the base game of Parks, there are 48 park cards uh, as part of the, the deck that, of Parks that you'll be visiting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they represent 45 uh national parks so there's all unique artwork on each of the cards but uh there's three parks that are duplicated because um those were that was the artwork and the illustration work that was available to us Mm. so uh in the two years since development started the development cycle started and we've pushed out parks uh 59 parks has been hard at work with their collaborators and and the artists they've commissioned to uh design um and create the artwork for the remaining national parks including um, national parks that are are brand new as of last year. Oh yeah. So the the very first and and like the the super key thing about the expansion is just to bring all of the remaining national parks to the game because that was absolutely always an intention of ours. Um, if they had been available right from the get go, they would be in the game. Um, and now that the artwork and illustration work is available, we are absolutely adding it to the game. That's um, awesome. But in addition to that. There's a couple other things that we're able to um, sort of include in the expansion um, to uh, just provide some some new flavor, right? Like they, these aren't we're not talking about huge sweeping changes, um, but just things that continue to make uh, will continue to make hikers think about the choices they're making on the trail and how they can leverage that engine building experience um, mm-hmm. that subtly creeps its way into. Ooh, um, any parks game baby yes it does Oof. <laughs> starts off as uh, such a nice cute little game and then by year three you are taking a little bit longer with your turn and trying to maximize as much <laughs> as you possibly can that's right i love that um, game getting getting as many exper- uh, experiences quote unquote right resource tokens <laughs> memories as yeah. you can out of out of each uh one of those uh trail sites i i get it so um so the park cards themselves will actually have they'll feature some instant actions and instant abilities that you can uh, take when you go visit them. Um, that'll feel a little bit similar to some of the gear that you could potentially purchase in in a game of parks. Okay. Um, and the way you pay for those or to visit those parks will also look a little bit different. Um, just creating a little diversity and <clears throat> dynamism in in those 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 park costs. Okay. Um, we're also including a year card deck, a whole brand new uh, set of year cards that players can actually uh, 
completely replace the year card deck in their base game. Okay. So the idea here is, and, and this actually it has to do with uh, things that we wanted to explore with that year card deck. Um, year card deck is a bonus. Um, these, these are just bonus points. They were never meant to be like the key ways that you gain points in the game. Uh, but they're called year cards, right? And the game is played over the course of a year. So it's pretty hard not to look yeah. at them and want to <laughs> want to do them. And a lot of people uh, have commented and provided the feedback that they didn't feel as rewarded by those cards and by the amount of work they put into the, the year cards as they wanted to. Well, they got to get good. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can tell. I'll let you be in charge of telling everybody that. <laughs> I've said it before because I've ruined several <laughs> games of my parks by chasing a year card. And going, well, <clears throat> I kind of fell short <laughs> on that. But hey, I'm, <laughs> right. congratulations, other person. I'm glad that you got your seven parks visited with 45 pictures taken. Like, I'm very <laughs> so happy that's right. for you. Yeah, and, yeah people who, who, can, who are able to really maximize the, uh, the picture taking is pretty incredible. I've Sometimes seen some I'm stupid like, stuff. I, I like, what am I doing wrong in this game? I was part of developing it and I don't understand how you did that. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so the year cards, this new year card deck is going to offer one, um, entry points for people to, um, to get points early, feel like they're gaining points early on. Um, so, uh, like it, it, the cards will be things like get one point for X, one point per X. Um, and, uh, uh, you, you know, with theoretically no maximum threshold for the amount of points. Okay. There are some physical limitations to that. Like one is uh, points per resources you have in front of you. Of course, max twelve. Yeah. You can't have you can't have more than twelve uh, point, uh, resources in front of you. So there's like a maximum point that you can get there, but that's it's like that amounts to I think like six points, and so those that value is way higher than any points people were getting in your cards before. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's in fact double. Um, so, uh, and not only that, but there's going to be ways for players to gain more than one year card. Um, okay. At, at sort of these different intervals uh, in gameplay, if players want to engage with extra okay. year cards, the way to, to seek out like um points that maybe have happened well, they'll be able to kind of stumble upon because of engines that they've built or they're able to gain easy huh. access to because they have this established engine so um we're really excited to see how people kind of like break out of like those help uh players break out of the mold and also feel more rewarded right from the get-go oh, i am um, very interested in that being able to to collect more like end game goals hidden achievements more. and stuff like, you're yeah, just I'm, the collector of more i'm here for that oh yeah so more more is more that's <laughs> more that's just the way <laughs> it works that's, <laughs> exactly well um let's uh let's talk a little bit about parks memories because that's something sure. that at the time of this recording you an hour and a half ago um just announced on the parks board game facebook group which if you guys aren't a part of that just go look for it it's parks board game and we'll have the the info in the show notes but if you're interested in parks at all go be a part of that people are asking questions jen and other people are chiming in to answer those questions and you can see how other people are playing the game and get some strategies and just really be a part of a thriving community around this growing series of games uh, we're going to find out here in just a second with parks memories so yeah go ahead and talk to us about uh, yeah. that uh well thanks for for the shout out about the the facebook group it is a uh, just a note like it is a closed group 
Um, uh, but please, you know, just request a, the access and I'm right there and I, I, I accept people and make sure I'm, I'm on top of that all day long. Hey, I think that they get that. The Love Thy Nerd community is a closed group, but it's it's about the easiest thing in the world to get into. So they understand. Just have to be a good person. Yeah. Well, that's even, yeah, we don't, we'll let anybody in. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's a little bit more limitations in the parks group. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so parks memories. Uh, yeah. So uh, parks memories is a game designed by Kyle Key, who's the founder of Key Master Games. Um, okay. All right. Uh, it is. Uh, so uh, control is also kind of a co-design uh, from him. So the very first uh, game that Key Master put out. So this is uh we're excited to be putting out more designs from like the ideas that are inside of the, um, the key master team, uh, too. Uh, but parks is, uh, memories is a strategy, a strategic matching game. Uh, you play, you can play it two plus players. Um, and when you play, you can play two, three players where it's totally versus a higher player counts. You can play in teams. Um, it's very flexible into like larger groups to be able to, to do that team play and, and, uh, easily um uh kind of like leverages itself towards uh that same feeling kind of party feeling that um codenames has okay uh we think the gameplay is super simple um there's a the artwork of the 59 parks print series is on a set of tiles the tiles get shuffled up and put into stacks and then they are spread out face down to make a tableau in the center of the table Players will be flipping to reveal to try to find matching uh, sets or pairs of national parks. Uh, the player or group or team that has uh, that gets three sets of national parks first wins the game. Um, but it's not so. It sounds like this is yep classic memory or like yep basically <laughs> right. sounds like a game that already exists. Awesome. It's not. Um, <laughs> so there's on this tableau, uh, you flip over these tiles. These national parks reveal themselves. And there's resources on them. And players look at the resources. And if they create matches in those resources, they activate player abilities. Uh, you flip over those player uh, tokens. So players will each have little tokens in front of them to represent. And you activate those tokens so they're ready to be used. Okay. And these are okay. abilities that allow you to manipulate things that are happening uh, on the board, allow you to manipulate the tiles that you're grabbing and placing in front of you, allow you to manipulate how uh, the board is refilling all kinds of different uh, tricks. Uh, hmm. So you take one of the tiles you've revealed, you put it in front of you, and then you have to reveal a new tile uh, so that the board fills up and people start to try to, this is where, you know, people are already trying to remember where things are and what, what gets revealed. And you're having, having to balance uh, remembering uh, the parks as they come out and the resources as they come out. Because if you let a player take advantage of resource, those, those resource abilities, and you're not getting any of them, that can be really detrimental to your, to your game. Um, and then the last thing you do is the game includes a, uh, a, a hiker totem, we'll call it. It's like a, it's going to okay. be a nice, a nice thick sculpt, chunky uh, piece that you put down on the board on one of the two tiles that you've revealed. So that tile becomes inaccessible to the next player who's taking a turn. So there's this, mm. the board starts to get limited and manipulated in ways where you're seeing acts, you're seeing uh, uh, things that are available and you can you can see one tile up, but you can't see, uh, but you can't gain access to it. And you're trying to remember that and mitigate players who are looking for specific tiles with this hiker totem, uh, while also trying to manipulate the board so that you're gaining access, like you have available to you the things that you're looking for uh, when it comes up to your turn. Um, and 
the game, it's as simple as that, right? So the game, like your turn goes very quickly. The play, play is very quick. It's like a, you know, like a 20 minute to 30 minute game, depending on if you're playing in two or three players, like if, sure. if the group is in, in twos or threes. Um, but you instantly come away um, without fail. And I've played it with several people, several different people now. Um, who instantly come away, pull away, and they're just like, well, I think we got to do that one more time. And they're just like, let's just, do, let's just do it one more time. Now like, I okay. get it. Now, <laughs> okay, now it's going to be fair. Happened. Yeah. I see, I see where I went wrong. And, uh, uh, but what the other side of that is, is not only do they instantly want to come back and try it again, but they pick up on it so quickly. They're just like, uh, the, the, you know, uh, yes, there's this idea that like uh, an understanding of the player abilities is is important to keep keep it fair, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, but it, it's very like your your the routine is quick to pick up on, um, and people get really engaged, uh, uh, like kind of sucked into to um, what they're trying to accomplish very quickly, which is awesome to see. So you were mentioning that it. <clears throat> you know, it's a, it's a matching game. So in and of itself, if you stripped away all the abilities and the totems and all that stuff, it, it's a scalable game. Like you could, mm -hmm. I could play it at home with my four-year-old and I could also play it at a game night with, you know, my strategic buddies um, that want yeah. a little bit more from a game than just matching. Yeah, it, absolutely. Um, it's uh, one of the things that, that we love about it is that we are constantly inventing ways to play um the game has three separate editions uh all with unique player abilities but you're right if you if you take away those tokens you you can play with with kids even younger than the kids who uh for whom parks would be accessible to right, right? parks is actually pretty accessible to a young audience and we've loved seeing people um talk about how they're really able to engage their whole family in a game of parks this this makes opens up like that bottom brings that bottom down even further that lowest threshold of, of who can who it's accessible to um which we're really excited for but just as much as it goes down uh, it kind of it like it, the the three editions with the unique tokens allow mm -hmm. you to to sort of you can choose to draft different tokens you can play with different abilities and the different sets you can mix and match um players can be playing with their own set of tokens versus um uh like the, everybody playing with the same tokens um, because there's three sets representing the different regions of the U.S., you can combine them to make the board bigger if you want to. Oh, that tableau cool. can increase in size if you really want to like hurt yourself when, when, you're, <laughs> when, you're, when you're trying to remember stuff. You think you, you think it doesn't look that much bigger until you put four by four out on the table instead of three by three, and you're like, "Wow, yeah, I really can't remember anything right now." Well, that was um, one of my favorite things about parks was that I could scale it in that it, it didn't have to, you, you could play as easy or as cutthroat as you wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, but I like to tell people like, hey, if, if you're playing parks, and this is actually what I, you know, when we were working the booth, Matt and I were working the booth at um, PAX Unplugged, we told people, we said, hey, if you get mad playing this game, there is something else going on in your life. And maybe, <laughs> maybe settle that before you bring it to the table because it will manifest. But, you know, you can play it really nice and really easy. Mm -hmm. Or you can play it ultra strategic and maximize your engine building and do all sorts of stuff. But either way, like you can come out with it with one of two feelings. Like I want to play that again because I know what I did wrong or I want to play again because that was just an enjoyable experience. Very few mm -hmm. times have I been playing with somebody and they said, okay, well, I, that, that was a good game for you. Um, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like 
just about everybody I've played it with has said, oh, I love this. Where do I buy this game? So I feel like it's going to be the same thing with memories, and I get to just point them straight towards the the Kickstarter um, on February 4th for this, which everybody in the community, you will be hearing about this. I mean, probably nonstop. You're probably going to want us to shut up about it, but the easiest way to get us to shut up about it. (laughs) No, uh -uh. (laughs) it's just to buy it. Just throw money at it. Um, So I'm going to guess all this is going to be bundled together in in some pledge level. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. uh, uh, um, Anybody visiting the, the Kickstarter will be able to, you know, they'll be able to get in at, um, if they're just looking for the expansion, if they want the base game in the expansion, if they'd like, um, uh, if they just want memories, if they like, it's a, yeah. a set of three, but if you just want one of them, that's totally fine. Memories can be played. You can grab one of the sets. You can pick your favorite one, whether you like mountain. Oh my gosh. That's adorable. <laughs> yes. A little kitty cat <laughs> in the background. It got locked in, locked in my, my room here. Uh, so if you, know, if you just want one of the, uh, uh, memory and my cat is like, making a throw up noise behind me so that's totally fine <laughs> she must have heard yeah this one i got you <laughs> um uh, like one one copy of uh parks or um uh of, of memories or all three or mm-hmm. all of it together it's yeah all of those will be options for for anyone over there and we won't ask about pricing or anything because i'm sure you guys are still shoring up just a little bit of all those details but mm-hmm. depending on when you're actually listening to this podcast it's probably live um let's just go ahead and put it out there you can look at the calendar and decide if it's february 4th or not and then you'll be able to see that um but we'll have all the information and like you can probably just go to keymaster.games to get more information and i'm going to guess you guys are going to have a link straight to the kickstarter on there and mm-hmm all sorts of stuff. So it's really, really simple. So be sure to be on the lookout for that Kickstarter. Again, February the 4th, that's Parks Nightfall, the new expansion, and the three new standalone strategic matching games, Parks Memories, which look gorgeous, by the way, obviously because they have the same art that Parks has. And so um, you can look forward to that. Uh, So, hey, you are going to be at some shows coming up here pretty quick. Like in the next few days, you guys are going to Tantrum Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So this probably won't air by the time you guys actually even come back from Tantrum Con. But hey, if you saw him right, at Tantrum but if Con, we saw, if, that's yeah. right. If we saw you at Tantrum Con, awesome. Thank you. It was great yeah. to see you. Retroactive wave. Um, so, and yeah. then there is a might be at Origins, maybe. That's right. Yeah, we're still uh, locking down um, all of our conventions for this year. Origins is a definite maybe for us. Uh, Gen Con, 100%. Um, definite, definite, unplugged. yeah. Yeah. You can't miss the big two. Like, that's just nail in the coffin. So <laughs> That's yeah. right. Well, we will be at Gen Con, and also we will be at PAX Unplugged. So if you guys come with us on a trip to either of those conventions – you will most definitely see Jen and the rest of the Keymaster gang there, depending on who all ends up making it. It's usually a smattering of people from Keymaster that are at either of those shows. Um, mm-hmm. But I'd love to sit down and introduce you to my friend Jen and let you get to know them and play a wonderful game if you've not already done it. By then, you get to play all of it because um, you'll probably have the demo copies there and all sorts of stuff. So, yeah. So, hey, Jen, thank you so much for sitting down with us and spending a little bit of your day just talking about parks and these things that you love. And uh, hopefully our people spend fat stacks on your games. That's that's the hope. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, uh, it's always great to chat with you, Bubba, anytime. All right, Jen. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. 
Well, thanks for joining us for that wonderful interview with Jen from Keymaster Games. And that'll do it for episode 75, the season three premiere of the Free Play Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and Radio.com. Also, anywhere else that you can find an RSS feed or podcasts. And if you can't find us where you listen to podcasts, just let me know by sending me an email, bubba at lovethynerd.com. If you're not already a part of the Love Thy Nerd Facebook group, just do it. Make it one of your life goals to change that today. Simply go over to Facebook and search for Love Thy Nerd Community. It's a simple one-step process. All you have to do is answer the question, what's up, nerd? And we will let you in and you'll be a part of all of the wonderful memes and messages that we have. You can also find Love Thy Nerd on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Love Thy Nerd. Also, be sure to follow Free Play Podcast on Twitter at Free Play Podcast. And last but not least, please make sure to make your way all the way over to LoveThyNerd.com for all of the wonderful articles, podcasts, and shows that we have to offer. Once again, I'm Bubba Stalkup, and for my co-hosts and co-founders, Matt Warmbier, Kate Katawaki, and our cut man, Jonathan Clausen, we'll catch you next week. And remember, Jesus loves you, nerd. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. <laughs>